Welcome back to the Wishing You Well podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am your host, Maria Patrick, and today I'm taking you back with me to college. What I wish I knew when I left for college, or the advice I wish I had received, or the letter that I would write today to my 17-year-old self. So come on in. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Maria Patrick. I'm a certified health coach and Qigong instructor, and I specialize in helping people to live a healthy and balanced life through nutrition, lifestyle management, and the flowing movements and breathing techniques of the ancient healing practice of Qigong. You can practice along with me using the videos on my YouTube channel, which is Qigong with Maria, or you can join in on my daily weekday classes on Zoom. This is an audio-only podcast, and the beauty of that is that you can tune in while you are doing something else. So take me with you on your walk, or while you're working out, or doing things around your home. I think that this is a wonderful way for us to stay connected and to discuss topics of interest and inspiration. So as I said, today I'm taking you back to college with me. Let's begin. It's been several decades since I first landed on a college campus, but because I now have two sons in college, one in the Northeast and one in the Midwest, I spend a lot of time visiting colleges. And what I now realize is that they are a great place to go if you want to feel young and alive and vibrant. Who knew that the Fountain of Youth was hiding amidst academic buildings, football fields, the bookstore, dorm rooms, and the dining hall? Let me tell you what I mean. If it's been a while for you since you visited a college or or a university, you may be picturing people who are partying all the time, sleeping late, rolling out of bed, barely making it to class on time, if at all. While I'm sure there is some of that going on, what I see through my lens each and every time I'm on campus is a place which is alive and well. On a morning stroll, for instance, you can see students and professors alike walking the grounds, heading into the academic buildings, assembled for breakfast meetings, and participating in morning workouts. Throughout the day, you see that the university grounds are teeming with school spirit. It can be seen through their clothes that they wear, the hats, their backpacks, sneakers, headbands, earrings, and even the refillable coffee mugs that are so ubiquitous. When was the last time that you had so much pride in something that you decked yourself out from head to toe every day? If you watch people coming in and out of the academic buildings, you'll see multiple generations represented on campus. If you look even closer, you'll see how people arrive at the buildings. You'll see them arriving by bicycle, skateboards, scooters, golf carts, rollerblades. On one campus, that I know of, there are even automated robots resembling those Roomba iRobot vacuum cleaners that deliver food all around campus. But there's so much more. Musical and theater events, author book signings, visiting dignitaries giving lectures, band and glee club rehearsals and performances. The food options in the student center and the dining hall make you feel like you're at Disney's Epcot Center where multiple cultures and many countries are represented. 
I see people who don't go anywhere without a water bottle. They get in thousands of steps each day. The lines are so long for the salad bar and the other healthy food options. And people are taking full advantage of every cultural and educational opportunity available to them. When my sons left for college, their pediatrician told them, don't forget, this is the most expensive club you're ever gonna be a member of. Participate in everything. They got a chuckle out of that. And I thought it was great because I had given them similar advice, which was to make sure to squeeze every last drop of juice out of every lemon. When I visit these campuses to go see my sons, I try to act like a regular instead of a tourist. I wear the college gear with pride. I fill my backpack with water and healthy snacks. I put on sneakers instead of my usual pumps and I walk everywhere and I go to every single function that is open to the public. And there are so many of them. I get so much more than just my 10,000 steps. I'm getting inspiration and knowledge and it feels like fuel for my brain as much as it is for my body. I imagine that someone is giving me advice on how to find life lessons at college, just like the pediatrician did with my sons. Here is what I imagine the advice would be, or perhaps what I wish someone had told me. Go back to your 18-year-old self and try to imagine what you wish someone had told you. The first thing that I wish someone had told college-bound me was that I should try to find my why, my purpose, my passion, to use my college experience as a chance to figure out, to discern what it is that may, would make me feel the happiest, the most vibrant, the most alive. Once I'd taken my core courses, I wish someone had told me to take classes and things that I always wanted to learn about, like photography, art, a new language, leadership. The options are seemingly endless. One of my sons actually ended up with five minors because there were so many different things he wanted to learn about. And the result is he actually had to get permission to have five minors. Uh, they announced at his graduation that he was the first person in over 100 years who had five minors. And what it, what it meant was that he had had enough credits to graduate at the end of his junior year if he wanted to do so, which he did not. But more importantly, he spent a tremendous amount of time immersing himself in things that he was passionate about. The second thing I wish that my 17-year-old college-bound self knew was that I shouldn't waste time worrying about doing things that will look good on my resume. Is that really how we want to live our lives? Sometimes I'm convinced that people are doing things just because it's going to look great on their LinkedIn profile, or perhaps it's impressive padding for their future obituaries. All I know is that time is precious and that we should only spend this non-renewable resource on things that really matter to us. Things that you feel will improve your quality of life or help you grow in some way. The third thing I wish I knew when I left home for college is that even the shyest person will benefit from being part of a group or a team. Now we are talking so much more about the blue zones. There's even a Netflix show about them. The parts of the world where people live the longest. And one of the common denominators for these regions of the world 
and the people who live there and that live beyond 100 years old is that social groups are a very important part of their daily lives. A supportive community can add life to your years and years to your life. So there's a great lesson in that for all of us to find a group of like-minded people and become a regular part of it. The fourth thing I wish someone had told me back then was that while it's important to work hard, it's equally important to take care of yourself. I pulled way too many all-nighters in order to get my work done, and I most definitely did not do enough to take care of myself. I never took advantage of the on-campus fitness center. I never went to any of the free yoga classes or the campus ministry support groups or the resources that the healthcare center had. We have to constantly remind ourselves that self-care is not selfish. It is such an important part of whole health, of the body and the mind and the spirit. The fifth lesson right out of college, one that I would tell my 17-year-old self and one that I wish someone had told me, is that we should learn to embrace the silence whenever we can. I've always thought that a full docket and being flat out busy are the signs of productivity and success. And while the habits of highly effective people include being booked and busy, I wish I had realized the value of scheduling some silence into all that busyness. Now, when I'm on these college campuses, I see students in the campus library and the student center wearing noise canceling headphones. And I now realize how helpful they can be. Sometimes we just need to block out the chatter and the ambient noises so that we can be still and focus and truly absorb whatever we are reading and take some time to recharge our batteries and quiet our minds. Campus life has also shown me the importance of a quiet walk outdoors, focusing on just the sounds of nature. The sixth college lesson, which I wish I had known sooner, is that we can and should push ourselves out of our comfort zones. What a perfect opportunity to gently nudge yourself to take some risks, to try out for the school play or run for office or audition for the choir or get an interesting and challenging internship. While I did do some of those things, I realize all these years later that life is for the living and in order to live the fullest and most complete lives, we sometimes need to do things that aren't within our normal wheelhouse. Lastly, a great lesson that it's never too late to learn is to look up as often as you can. When I went to college, we didn't have cell phones, but most of us walked around campus bashfully looking down or distracted in our own thoughts instead of looking ahead and greeting the people passing us by. I look back now and I think about the many smiles I may have missed coming my way or the friends I could have made. And it's a good reminder to keep looking up, to put your phone away and to look forward and upward. There is certainly so much to see. These pieces of advice, which I wish I knew back then when I was college bound, can truly be applicable to any stage of life that we're in. It's always a good time to join a group it's wonderful to find a supportive community. We should remember to look up and greet a potential new friend. It's never a bad time to reevaluate what makes us happy and fuels our passion. 
It's a great idea to step out of our comfortable box that we live in and to take advantage of all of the learning opportunities that are available to us. I would love to hear in the comments section what you wish someone had told your younger self. What advice you would give to someone today that's just starting out at college that could help them get more out of that experience? What would you tell people that you think are not living their fullest life right now? I would love to hear how you'll incorporate the college-bound lessons which I shared with you today into living your best life right here and right now. Thank you for tuning in today. Please subscribe so you will receive future episodes of my podcast. And I would be most grateful if you would give this broadcast a thumbs up or a good rating. You'll be helping me to spread the inspiration to others. I am so very grateful for your time. And as always, I am wishing you well.